wild women. Welcome, welcome to Precipice. We are so excited to dive into this space with you today. We're so excited to be leading you. We're so excited you found us for this masterclass. For those of you who have been with us, who are inside the rebellion, who are moving with us, we're equally as excited for you to be here with us as well. Okay, I want to share this because we've been talking about Precipice in our world behind the scenes for a month. And the topic, the name, the tagline, the branding, the conversations around what Precipice is, what it means to us as a company, as individuals, as women, as creators, we've been writing content, building email sequences. Like we have been in this energy for so long. So I want you to know that for me, and I'll let Jack speak for herself, but for me, this feels like an edge. Okay. It feels like we have been riding the roller coaster of like tick, 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 tick. And now being here with you, being able to teach you, to talk to you about the edge and what that feels like and what it gets to mean for you. Like all of this is edgy. Do you feel that? It's like the minute you move into the next stage or the next phase or the next cycle or the next opportunity, you walk through the doorway, you say the words, you invest in the thing, you, you do it. You're in action around it. You've moved beyond the edge. So for me, for Jack, for Femme today, like we are no longer on the precipice of precipice. We are living it. We are in it and we are submersed in it with you. So thank you for taking your time and energy and bringing it here for meeting us as we leap. But this is literally the energy and the vibration of precipice is like when you actually take that one step that puts you in the thing that you want in the exact moment of time that you are meant to be in it, doing it, feeling it, experiencing it. So precipice. And I feel like it's so easy sometimes to see like, oh, well, they, they led a free event last month. So does it feel like it's that precipice? Does it feel like it's that edge? And it is like, this is the thing. Like we are constantly, I feel like if we've said we're here to like grow and expand and evolve, like we're constantly moving towards this next edge. Sometimes being on the precipice feels like you're on this, like the highest diving board. Sometimes it feels like you're on the diving board in between. Sometimes you're just like, I'm on the edge of the freaking pool, but I'm moving. I'm here. I'm showing up. I'm ready. And then it's not like I just sit on the, on the edge. It's like, I go in, I jump off the high diving board or the medium diving board or the lower lowest diving board or the edge of the pool. But it's like that movement is what activates the energy. So here's the thing when you're on the precipice, like we often don't know what's coming but that's not the energy is inviting you to move with the energy you're feeling. It's like you, when you're at the precipice, it doesn't mean like, okay, move when you know what's coming next, move when it feels safe. It's like move with the energy that drove you to the precipice. Drove you to the precipice. So let's actually just, so that we all know it means not word for word. Don't call me Webster, but it means that someone is standing on the edge of something dangerous. So it's not like, ooh, watch out, Charlie, don't go too far. You're you're close to the edge. It's like, Jack, get back. You're on the edge. Like you are on the edge of something dangerous. So the energy, when I read this definition, not going to lie, it actually gave me a little bit of a nervous system. Like, oh, 
like you're in a dangerous spot. I'm a skier, not like I'm not a hardcore skier, but my friends are hardcore. All right. Like avalanche backpacks, skinning up to summits, like ice picks. They're, they're hardcore. And I imagined one of my friends in a, in a situation with ice picks and an avalanche backpack, like you're on the precipice. Okay. You're about to fall into something that you might not be able to get out of. Now, I'm not going to lie. When I, when I read this, I was like, Ooh, maybe, maybe this is a little bit severe. Maybe this is a little bit out of alignment with what we're actually trying to say. And that resistance that I felt showed me the, the exact energy of what precipice means like, no. Okay. You are on the precipice of something so big that you may not get out of it. You may evolve so fast into, into another version of who you are that you never see that version of yourself again. You may breathe different breaths after this. You may, you may not recognize who you were before this day, after the decision that you make or the choice that you choose or the words that you hear, right? What you learn today may send you over an edge that is so big and so deep that you come out of it knowing something different, that you come out experiencing something that feels like this great fall or rising. Right. So my feels of this word precipice are like, you're standing on the edge of something fucking dangerous. And, and that word dangerous to me means life-changing and terrifying and scary and thrilling and exciting. And for you, right. Mm -hmm. Everything that, that happens for you is meant for you. So in this precipice, you know, there's this energy of like, leaping. And when we think about leaping, we think about this sensation of falling. And for me, the energy of precipice is ascension, right? Yeah. I'm leaping and yes, I'm, I'm falling into something dangerous. That's going to elevate me and ascend me to where I desire to go. That's going to elevate me and expand me out and up. Right. And, and this is a conversation that we've been having so much in our world right now is like, am I willing to go deep? Am I willing to go where the richness is? Am I willing to go there to that place that feels dangerous? Or am I, am I going to stay here? I'm going to stay on the edge. Am I going to stay leaned out? Am I going to stay tired? Am I going to stay like, I mean, this is an example that could go on forever if I don't reel it in, but you know what I'm saying? 1000%. And even that energy. So like when you said that, Rob, like Jack, like get back, like you're on that precipice. This is so often that energy we feel, right? Whether it's somebody like who's beside us, you know, saying like, like come back. It, it's scary over there. I was having a conversation earlier this week with someone whose partner was, was basically like feeling this energy for her. And it's like, why are you putting yourself in that? It doesn't feel good all the time. It feels scary. It feels like he didn't use the word dangerous, but it's like the people around us sometimes are like that energy of like, ah, like don't do it. Sometimes it's our ourself, right? It's like our human comes in when we feel this energy inside us. When we feel like we're on this edge, when we're moving, when we're getting ready to like jump all in, all of a sudden our soul's like, yes, I'm here on the precipice. I'm here for the expansion. Like Robin said, the ascension that's about to happen, but then our human can freak the fuck out too and say like, no, like, what are you doing? Like, get back hold up. We don't know what's going to happen in there. This feels scary. This feels unknown. Like what, what is happening right here? This is 
when we want to, to really move with the energy and to see, okay, like what is the thing driving us? What is that truth that lies within us so that we don't let that like moment of fear, we don't let that moment of like, holy shit, like you should take a step back, be the thing that stops us. And this is what I feel like I see so often. It's like, okay, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. I'm moving towards the precipice. I'm moving towards the precipice, but then I get there and all of a sudden I'm like, okay, that was far enough. Okay. Let's just stay here. Okay. And then I I hear this from women all the time. They're like, I feel like it's right there. I feel like it's right there, but I haven't like called it into existence yet. I, I feel this, but like, why is it not showing up for me? And it's like elements of the manifestation are coming through. And then it's like, and then it just, you know, it, it didn't land. Like what happened? And this for me is like, oh, you were at that edge, but then you put the pause in you, you blocked the energy you held back. It's like, you can hang out on the edge, right? You can hang out on the edge forever. And it feels like, you know, it feels like, okay, well, I'm here, but you're not like in, you're like right there, but you're not in it. Love that so much. I think the thing that is just like landing so powerfully for me right now is that, you know, um, I had this experience. I said that the only thing I would never do was go bungee jumping. And two days before my wedding, my husband like put one of my best friends up to a shenanigan and they sent me bungee jumping and didn't tell me where I was going. We just drove there and I got there. I was like, (laughs) no, like a hundred percent. No. And he had written me a note and she handed it to me and she was like, I I opened it. And it said, if you're, if you're going to, tie the knot, or if you're going to take the leap, then you might as well take the leap. This is what it said. If you're going to take the leap, you might as well take the leap. And I was like, like in that moment, I knew I was going to do it. So here's the thing about what we're talking about today, the precipice, like you already know you're going to do it. You just do like, you know what you're made for, you know, what your God-given gift is, you know, what your voice is activated for, you know, what story you're here to tell you do, you may not think that you do, but you do. Right. And, and the, the sheer mirror, the mere fact that you are here with us today tells us that, you know, that there's something beyond where you are. There are so many people who live in this world who do not understand that they are, that they are on the edge of something else. They do not even see that anything else is possible for them. They do not know that they are on the edge of wealth, power, and pleasure. They do not know that they are on the edge of unconditional love. They do not know that they are on the edge of all of their dreams and desires. They don't know it, but you know, you know. So in this moment, when I opened this note and it was like, well, if you're going to make the leap, you might as well make the leap. And I knew in my body that I was going to jump, but I didn't want to know. So I created a ton of hiccups for myself along the way. And this is exactly what came through me. I wasn't planning on telling this story today, but what came through for me, Jack, is you, you, you said this, like you create the holdups, you create anything uncomfortable by simply not leaping. So I could have just walked up. We did a tandem, um, bungee jump. I could have just walked up Maria and I just like, Hey, go here we go. And dove off, but no, uh, uh, I, literally took the harness on and off three times as the 
lovely attendant counted down multiple, not even, you could not even count how many times he counted down for us to jump. I clung literally to the railing. And he eventually was like, ma'am, if you're not going to jump, you don't have to jump, but I do need you to let go of the railing. And we're going to have to figure this out. And like the last time that he counted down, I I felt the movement in my body. And I was just like, all right, like we're just going for it. The process was anything but seamless. It took eight times as long for me to experience that jump as it would have if I allowed myself to move with the knowing that I had in my body the minute I read the note. But my human kicked and screamed the entire way. So my experience of that bungee jump, I mean, it was a little bit hilarious, a little bit embarrassing and a little bit childlike, but I knew just like, you know, today in this moment that I was going to jump off that fucking platform in the middle of nowhere. I knew it, but I chose to make it difficult. Right. So What I want you to know, I want to end this story by saying I dream of going bungee jumping again because it was the best feeling in the world and you cannot replicate it. I literally got to the bottom where the thing like, boom, and I was like, like I was so alive. I was so rejuvenated and proud and like a fucking like star. Like I just, I felt every sense of aliveness in my body. Why why do we fight that feeling, right? Like why do we kick and scream and scream and cling to the railings? Like, so I, I want you to know that the process between opening the note and taking the leap and experiencing the sheer elation, like, oh my God, this is the best feeling in the world can happen like this. Day after day, moment after moment, day after day, moment after moment, day after day, moment after moment. But when you kick and you scream and you struggle and you you resist that knowing in your body, you stay on the precipice a lot longer. So any of you who are like, I'm on the edge, I beg you to see where you're clinging. I Mm -hmm. beg you to see where you're resisting the little bits of you that are still stitched to something else, to an old story, the parts of you that are like snagged in the past or somewhere else, you know, that are just keeping you where you are because you know, you know, in in your beautiful body and soul that you're going to jump. So can you jump today? Can you jump now? Can you jump in this moment? You know, my, my net, the next time I bungee jump, I want to like shock the people at how fast I move. I want it to be like a fluid. Hey, I'm Robin. Yep. Cool. Harness. Well, this is the energy of like, when we, when we do something and then we do it again and we collapse the time around it because we're that edge is no longer like, so scary. We're like, okay, I've got this. And even if it's a different edge in a different place, you're bungee jumping. You're like, I got this. Like, let's go, let's do this. Like, I'm, I'm going to be okay. Like there's something in this for me. And Rob, I'm actually going to answer your question when you said like, why do we do this? Why do we cling? Why do we stand on that platform? And I mean, actually what Tamitha said here, she's like, I've gotten comfortable standing on the edge and lost the excitement fear and wonder of the unknown. So we stand on that edge because it's comfortable because you're like, well, I know 
I'm, I'm safe here. I know what's going to happen here. I don't know what's going to happen when I jump. Like, you know, I'm like jumping right off this bridge right now. I'm like, who does this? And I remember my own experience bungee jumping. Like that was, that was it for me. That was the thought that came in. And I very opposite. I was like, I can't wait to bungee jump. I was like traveling in New Zealand. I was like, like for months, I was like, I'm going to bungee jump in New Zealand and I can't wait. And as I was like going up, to this edge. And it was, I think it was like the first place like that people started bungee jumping. I was like, so excited to be there. I was like going to dive into the water, like all these things. And as I'm getting ready to jump, the guy who's like straps me in says, whatever you do, don't look down. And I want to share this piece of the story to see like how somebody else's energy also affects us when we're on that edge. So I'm there and I'm ready. And I'm like, I'm doing it. Let's go. And he says, don't look down. So what do I do? I look down, duh. And all of a sudden, what came rushing through me, all this excitement that I had had built up for like months and months and months, I looked down and the thought was like, who fucking does this? Like who jumps off a bridge into water? Like they must be freaking insane. Like I was like, what? Like, why am I doing this? Why would I throw myself? What if this happens? What if this happens? So all of a sudden something I was moving towards, something I was really excited about and energy came in and like sideswiped me. And this is where our story gets similar up. And then I just stood there. I like my, my body literally froze. And I was like, I, I can't. And everyone around me was kind of like shocked. And I was with two friends and they were shocked because they were like, you were like so ready. And I was like, I can't. And then I was like, and then he counted down and then he counted down again. And then he counted down again. I was like, let, just let the guy behind me go first. Like that I'll go. And he's like, no, no, no. Like you can't, like, it's already like set up for your weight and your height and like all of these things. And so I stood there at that edge and I was like, this is something you want. This is something you wanted. So now is it this fear that's going to stop you? Is it this like human that's coming in and saying like, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, is that the thing that's going to stop you? And as soon as I jumped, like Rob, the exact same feeling, as soon as I jumped, I got to the bottom. I was like, I want to do it again. Like, let's go, let's do this. Like that energy, once you, once you make that movement is so strong and so powerful, but you don't feel that energy. You don't tap into that potency and that flow until you move. And this is why, you know, how often do we hear, you know, in the coaching industry or read it online, it's like you go first. And this you go first energy is like you activate the energy, you tap into the potency. And so it's not like, oh, I'm going to do it even, well, for me, it's not even like, I'm not going to, it's not like I'm going to do it to show you the way if I'm going to do it for me, I'm going to do it to activate the energy within me. And I really think this is why. You know, when we find ourselves stuck at the precipice and when we feel like there's nothing happening, it's truly because like we've got ourselves to a certain point and then it feels too uncomfortable or it feels too unknown, or we get ourselves to the point where we thought like, we're like, oh, this is where I was always headed. So we're living like we're, we're at that edge, but, but what we know is like, well, this was like the past desire. So it's like, well, this is where I was headed. So like, can I, like, can I just stop here now? this feels good right here. And this is like where I wanted to go. So like, let's just stay here for a moment, but that's not what you signed up for. Okay. So let's actually dive into this for a second. Like, how do you know when you're on the precipice of something great? This can honestly apply to anything. Like I ate the salad. I, I, I moved through an edge. I didn't order the burger and fries. I ate a salad and now I feel good. But but like, what happens next? Like, do I, should I feel different? Should I feel light? Should I feel elevated? Should I feel high frequency? Like, where do I, where do I go next? Like if you eat a salad once, it's not going to change your reality, 
right? It's a consecutive sequence of actions that change the way you, you experience the world, that you manifest in the world, that you feel in the world. So I think like we get married and then we're like, okay, woohoo, did it. We have kids and we're like, all right, check that one, did it, arrived. We start our business. We make the best friends. We go shopping, we get the haircut. And it's like, I did it. No, but I, I went like short. I didn't just get the trim. Like I did it. I took the leap, but like, why don't I feel it? Right. Or like, where is my next edge? Shouldn't I feel something bigger than I feel? Like, I, I think we move through life expecting these actions and honestly, secret, de- secretly desiring, like, wouldn't it be fucking great if cutting your hair off gave you that feeling forever and ever and ever of like, I'm so alive but it's temporary. The bungee jumping was incredible and temporary. Getting married was like the high of my life and temporary. Having a kid was incredible. The most beautiful experience and temporary, like everything changes and evolves and grows and changes and grows and evolves and changes. The only way that that haircut, that that wedding day, that that childbirth, that that friendship, that that dinner out, that that concert is going to be the thing that keeps you in the feeling of, is that the last thing you ever do? That you never have an experience beyond that, that makes you feel angry or sad or bored or normal or, or disappointed or scared or like life continues to happen after you move past that edge, after you make that decision big things keep happening, right? Your kid pukes, your husband cheats on you, your business partner bails, your launch flops, you, the salad gives you a stomach ache. Like we cannot predict what comes next. All we can do is move through the edge that we're on and take that leap and to continue to leap to create that feeling. Now, I don't think that this is about be like being in perpetual chase mode. Like we are not adrenaline junkies. Okay. We don't need to bungee jump or skydive every day, but what we do need are internal cues within our body, mind, spirit that tell us there's an edge approaching. And what I know is that you're on the edge of something bigger than a salad right? You're on the edge of something bigger than a haircut. There's this feeling and these cues start to come up for you. You start to notice things. You start to notice resistance is my cue. When I start to resist something, anything, in fact, it is literally the universe pointing a compass in the direction that I am meant to go. So the minute my body mind starts to be like, (laughs) no, absolutely not. My soul perks up and says, oh, that, okay. So the edge, the precipice is, is, it's not ordering a salad. Okay. It's not the little thing that you're going to do. They matter. The baby steps matter. It's not the precipice. Okay. The precipice is like that feeling. Did you feel the difference in the energy there where your body is like, oh, you're asking me to do that. Like, I'm going to need to think about that for a minute. This is when we start to wobble. This is when we start to cling to the fucking railing, like, right. And, and what happens in these moments are 
choices, decisions, and options. Like you have so many options in this moment. Okay. But what I want to talk to you about is, is this juncture, because really what happens here is like, we're pulling up to an intersection, right? As soon as your soul awareness is like, oh, I'm on the edge of something big here. This is massive. This is life-changing. This is calling me. This is divine intervention. This is the moment, like a defining moment. There's a before and after here. Like I want to explore this. I want to move with this. So there's two types of people. Okay. And, and you can be both of these people today. You can choose to be one of these people and you can embody this and you can move with this. All right. So we're going to talk about timelines for a second and we're going to talk about trajectories. Okay. So this download came through for me on Saturday. I was journaling and I was like, this is such a weird, this has ever happened to you where you're like journaling and you're like, this is such a weird thing to come out. Like it's, it was 11 o'clock at night. I was turning the lights off. You know, I was at a cottage with my family on the beach And all of a sudden I started writing about timelines. I was like, I was not thinking about this. I was not like in a meditation about this. It just dropped in for me and I knew it was for you. So what happens in that moment that we identify that we're on the edge and we, we arrive at that intersection of stay the same or leap. Okay. This is the intersection. It's stay the same or leap. What happens is we start to realize that there's two timelines available for us. And timelines are really like your life could go this way or your life could go this way, right? Like you could play your life out in a movie and you could see the plot go this way or you could see the plot go this way. All right. When you choose to stay the same, you choose to stay the same. And and that like edge, you may think about it once in a while. It may start talking to you more frequently. You may start getting more signs from the universe. It may start nudging you along and pulling at you and become this really loud yelling voice, but you're staying the same because that you've chosen to turn left. All right. But what most of us will do is we will put one foot on this timeline and one foot on this timeline. So we will say like, I'm going to walk towards my edge and I'm going to stay the same. So you can imagine yourself at a literal intersection with two feet walking in different directions. How far do you get? How far do you get when you literally turn left with one foot and right with another foot? Not very far. Not very far. Okay. So when we stay in both of these timelines at once, here are the things that are going through our mind. All right. I want to do that but this is my situation. I want to leap, but last time I did that, I didn't make any money back. I want to fall in wild love, but last time my heart got broken. I want to move to New Zealand and and experience that, but I'm afraid to pack my bags or I can't get rid of my apartment. You're, You're here and there. So you're playing with the idea of this. You Google New Zealand flights at night, okay? You research new dream jobs, you play on dating apps, you open the bank account to accumulate the wealth, but you never sell the product and you never swipe right and you never book the flight and you never jump into a program. Like you're walking in two directions at the same time because you're afraid that what's happened to you before is going to happen to you again. You're afraid that this timeline is going to repeat itself 
on this timeline. So you, you don't allow yourself to fully commit to where you're going because you're playing in two realms. You're playing in the past and the present and the future. Okay. So you're mixing all these different timelines together. But what happens if you say that happened then? Okay. That relationship wasn't meant to be, my heart was meant to be broken. That business was meant to fail. That launch taught me a lot. That friendship wasn't serving me. Alcohol was unnecessary. Uh, I was no longer satiated and, and feeling good in my hometown. What if you learn to recognize that that timeline is no longer serving you? It is no longer getting you where you desire to go. And you say, you know what? I'm willing to believe it's going to be different. Because one thing that I've seen so much is I have no idea where I'm going. I know that I'm standing on the edge of something big, but I have no idea. I have no idea where I'm going. So what happens when we have no idea where we're going is that we cling to what we know. It's a survival mechanism and we all have it because we are all reincarnated as human beings in this lifetime. So we activate our survival mode to say like, you cannot leap into the abyss. You cannot ascend into something higher than yourself if you do not know where you're going. So we keep one foot rooted in what we know and one foot rooted in this reality that we desire, but without going all in, we are clinging to the post. So we slow down our momentum. We don't allow the universal magic to manifest what we really desire now because we're stuck in then. And we, we let this hold us back from leaping over the edge because the bungee jumping example, if I had just moved when I knew in my body, like 36 minutes ago that I was going to jump, if I had just allowed myself to move, then what could have happened truthfully, right? Who knows? They could have asked me to be a, in a bungee jumping commercial. I could have gone back and bungee jumped three more times in the amount of times that I did that one jump. I, I could have had a different experience ultimately. And when I look back and remember that, of course, I remember the feeling of the bungee jumping, but I remember more so the feeling of all the shit that I dragged myself through to experience the good. So what if I just choose this timeline here and now and what's coming and I fully invest myself with two feet in and I just fucking leap now and I drop all that bullshit? What happens to my memory? What happens to my experience? Not the fear, not the clinging, not the terrified physical response, not the nervous system freaking out. I have no memory of that. I change my experience of it. And when I change my experience of it, I manifest a different reality. Okay, so next time I go bungee jumping, I've got to anchor into that feeling of elation, the feeling that happened after I jumped and make that my new experience of bungee jumping. You see? So I'm going all in on the timeline of now. I'm going all in on the timeline of what's possible rather than staying rooted in what if and oh no and uh 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 I know the way that that turns out you see what I'm saying so what timeline are you living on and as you arrive at that intersection today which you're going to we're going to talk to you about the rebellion we're going to invite you in we're going to inspire you to move we're going to ask you to act today so you are going to arrive at that intersection and this is a moment. 
right? A moment where you get to say that timeline or this timeline or both. And nothing is right or wrong. There is no right or wrong in the femme world. It is just different and it will change your experience and it will impact your, your trajectory, how fast you get there and how it feels as you get there. And here's the thing, like Rob had to have that experience of the bungee jumping then, but then it's choosing it again now. So she's not going to recode this. She's not going to have a different experience bungee jumping if she doesn't do it again, because she's like, well, last time it, it wasn't great or last time I blah, blah, blah. So it's like that experience served you then in some way it served you because there was a lesson out of it. And the experience that you choose to go in now is also going to serve you in some way. And so you trust yourself by knowing like you're not the same person as you were then. You're not the same person as you were a year ago. You're not the same person as you were a month ago. You're not the same person as you were a week ago. You are growing and moving and evolving at rapid rates. So when we hold ourselves back, when we stay on that edge, when we don't leap because of this past story, it's literally like, okay, so like I'm signing up to repeat that again and again and again, because I'm choosing that past timeline. I'm not choosing the timeline of now. I'm not leaning into that next thing I want, that next thing I desire. And this is where we often like, okay, like we start to lean back. We start to attach our energy to past timelines and to past desires. It's that that keeps us stuck. When you're on that precipice, it's like, can you lean into that next thing that you feel bubbling up? Can you lean into that next desire? Can you lean into that next level of truth, knowing that who you are right now and the decisions you're making right now, like it, it doesn't matter what decision you made in the past. This is the thing that expands our aura. And so when we talk about stretching our aura and becoming magnetic as fuck, it's because we, I mean, literally envision your aura around you. As you stretch your aura, as you expand your aura, you become more magnetic. The only way to expand your aura is to stretch yourself. The only way to expand your aura is to step into that desire. The only way to expand your, your aura is to leap off the precipice. But otherwise, if we don't do that, guess what? Guess what we actually feel inter- internally? We feel the limitation where we limit ourselves. And while we feel like, okay, no, I, I've got here, I've moved, I've brought myself here. But then all of a sudden you feel the energetic frequency of limitation. And, and so your aura, that even if you've been moving and moving and moving and it's been stretching, all of a sudden you stop moving, you stop internally activating yourself and your aura just is like, whoop collapsing because of this limitation. And so while your mind might say one thing, your energy is saying something differently. Yeah. And then over time, what happens when we stay there, stay the same as we stay in that stuck energy, as we stay in that stagnancy, you know, a big one for us for a while in our business to shift through was becoming redundant, like just being redundant in the way that we did things in the way that we created in the way that we communicated in the way that we launched in the way that we shared in the way that like all of it just was started to feel redundant. So I think there's this energy of limitation. There's also just this like general dullness, right. That comes. And I think that a lot of women, 
experience this like lack of sensuality, this lack of sexuality, this lack of turn on and pleasure and, and feeling in their bodies when they land here, because that dullness, it is not aligned with divine feminine energy. It's not aligned with creative impulse. It's not aligned with emotion. It's not aligned with feeling, right? And that dullness and that stagnancy and that stuckness, the thing that is going to make you feel unstuck is when you move. If you feel stuck, get up. If you feel stuck, make a change. Start small. It doesn't need to be this giant leap. It doesn't need to be this bungee jumping extravaganza, but you can create unstuckness in your mind. You know, I'm reading Viola Davis's autobiography, her book right now, Finding Me, I think it's called. And one of the first chapters, she says, I knew in that moment that like I was born to fight, like that my life would be dedicated to figuring out who I wanted to be and nothing. Wild women, I mean, nothing in her reality gave her a sign that anything else was possible for her. Nothing changed in her physical reality, nothing except her mind and the choice that she made in that moment. And it changed everything in moments of like pure survival, like abuse beyond abuse, beyond like nothing changed except the choice that she made. And in that moment, she freed herself. In that moment, she became unstuck. So we can choose to be unstuck. We have to let go of the railing. We have to let go of the railing. This is such a huge practice for me. And I invite you into this practice. If this feels aligned for you, like literally go through the Rolodex of your life and look at the things you're clinging to. Like the things that you're clinging to the most alcohol was a big one for me. Cause I love Rose. I love celebrating with a glass of champagne. Alcohol was huge for me. And I always was like, I will never quit drinking alcohol because it makes me so fun. I love it. It feels good. I don't get bad hangovers. It's such a part of who I am. It's like, no, I will. This is the one thing that I would never let go of. And one day I was like, holy fucking shit, Rob, you're clinging to alcohol so hard. Let it go. Just let it go. Like I have gone through these Rolodexes through like years of my life so many times and let things go and let things go and change things up and change things up and let things go and change things up so many times. There is like, think, visualize a Rolodex, like, you know, you cannot feel stuck if you are keeping yourself leaping off the precipice. You cannot. If you are constantly letting go of the ledge and leaping, you can't manifest the feeling of stagnancy because you're constantly moving, okay? So when I let go of alcohol, everything changed. Freedom, elation, pride, confidence, willpower. Oh my God, challenge beyond challenge beyond challenge and growth beyond growth beyond growth, right? Like what is the thing that you're not willing to let go of? right? What is that voice that is getting louder and louder saying this way, this woman, this exercise, this meal, this place, this course, this mentor, like that voice is, is calling you 
to let go of the thing that you're clinging to, to replace it with something better. Right. Mm, I love this, Robin. I love this energy. It's like, okay, we get to let, like in some areas, we're going to be letting go when we're on the precipice in some areas, it's going to be that movement. Some areas it's going to be this activation because the thing that you said there, and, and even before, when you were talking to you said, you know, when you're on the precipice, it's usually this resistance that comes in for you. For me, it really is like whenever I'm in this, like it, things that feel like things feel redundant, things feel like, oh, I can just like predict what's happening next because everything is the same and I'm making the same choices. This for me is always the like, okay, this is where I have to activate myself. This is that going first energy again. So it's not like, okay, you can't be in this like sitting, waiting energy. You can't sit in what used to be your norm because the truth is, is that as, as we grow and as we evolve and as we expand and as we desire new things, there's going to be different things that drive us. Like your, your drivers will change your motivation changes. Like your why will likely change as you grow and evolve and expand, but what's like in here and your soul and your truth and your medicine, like it's, it's rooted in where you're headed, but the driver changes. And this for me is like, this is where I go to meet it. And not from this place of like forcing things to happen. Like Rob said here, sometimes it's, a letting go. Sometimes it's, it's, I'm like, Ooh, I'm, I'm at where I desired to be. Like, like I'm living the desire of the past timeline right now, but there's a new desire on the horizon. And so there's oftentimes this like energy and this like whispering in my soul. That's really just like, there's more, there's more out there. There's more that you are meant to be moving towards. And that's me like stepping into the truth of like what I know and to be here with what I've declared as a woman who's on a path and a trajectory of wild expansion, wild growth, unfathomable wealth. This has been a big one for me. Am I still half committed to what could have been or what was, am I still living in, you know, this reality that's created by evidence of what was, or am I fully committed to the vision of what could be? Like, am I really willing to lean into that? Can I put two feet on this timeline? Everything I have done, every failure, every epic, epic mistake. I have made so many epic mistakes. Every epic mistake that I have made, every mom fail, every thing that didn't sell every time I effed up or said the wrong thing or all of it is contributing to where I'm going. All of it. Like I I cannot communicate this. There's not the words in my mouth to communicate how important it is that you know this, like everything that we go through, everything that you are going through in this lifetime, all of it is contributing to where you're going right? There is no hole being dug. You are not burying yourself in the ground by taking these small actions forward. You are not burying yourself in the ground by making mistakes and getting up and trying again. You are not burying yourself in the ground when you apologize and say, I learned my lesson. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to do it different next time, right? When you acknowledge that everything you're doing is adding rather than taking away from your human experience and growth and evolution, then the guilt gets to fuck off and the shame gets to just melt away and you get to fully understand like, 
oh my God, that failed business. Oh my God, you guys, I can't, I want to tell you one day the story of my first business. Like I will not right now, but like failed business that resulted in like near divorce before I was even married. Like, you know, and like, when I look back at that, I have so much love. I felt shame about it for years. Don't get me wrong. I was embarrassed. I was full of guilt. I like spent tons of money. It was like, took up so much time. I had so much guilt, shame, embarrassment. And now I look back, I'm like, thank God for that. Thank God for that. Who knows what I would have tried if that didn't fail. And here what happens, right? It's the guilt, the shame, the regret. This is the thing that we're clinging to, right? Like the thing that you're clinging to, because it's like that feeling's familiar. Like, you know how to feel guilty. You know how to feel shame. You know how to feel regret. But that's the thing that's like keeping you back from that edge, right? Like all of a sudden when we're talking about our auras, like the guilt, the shame, the regret, it's like the quickest thing that's going to collapse this aura and keep you stuck in the past timelines that we are talking about. Our growth, our expansion, our wealth, our power, our pleasure comes with us being fully who we are. Like the more me I am, the more magnetic I am, the more I attract, the quicker I manifest, the more power I harness, the more wealth I accumulate because it's being all of me. Whenever I'm like, well, this part doesn't get to come along this journey or this part's wrong or this part's bad or the guilt, the shame, the regret, the like, I can't do that. I can't say that. I can't blah, blah, blah. We're holding back pieces of ourselves. And so this oftentimes like is, is even that precipice. Like what's the desire you're not willing to admit? What's the thing that you want to show up and say online. You're like, no, 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 no. I'll do a lot of things, but like, I won't say that. I won't do that. But your soul's like nudging and whispering and saying like, no, no, no. Like, this is it. Like come this way again. That's that invitation to the precipice that we often back away from because of the fear of other people not getting it or being too much, or what's your partner going to think or whatever it is. But 1000% when you said like, could this be the thing? Like anything, anything that doesn't allow you to be fully you is going to be the thing. So where? Look and see, where do I hold myself back? Where do I stop myself from being fully me? Where am I not fully self-expressed? Where am I, you know, all of the things like, where am I just not living in my truth right now in this moment? Where am I not choosing this timeline right now? Because I'm stuck in past stories. So what's it going to be for you? I think that's, that's really the question is like, how fast do I want to get where I'm going to go? And where are my, where are my two feet right now? What timeline am I living on? And is, is the timeline that I'm living on representative of how fast I want to move is who I'm being now in alignment with, with who I want to be then. Right. Because if I take that foot, that's on that timeline, going to the left and I move it over here. And I put it on the same trajectory as where I'm going now. Well, I'm going to move a lot differently. I don't know if you guys actually tried that, but I actually tried it like walking my feet in two different directions while I'm on the chair. It's super awkward. (laughs) And like, you literally can only get so far, you know? So like the precipice, you're standing on the edge. You said it, you know it. Now the question is like, what am I going to do with this information? Here's the thing. You 
can't fuck it up. When you are living in your truth, when you are willing to leap, when you're willing to take that next step, when you're willing to go beyond the precipice, if you're being who you truly are, you can't fuck it up. You can fail along the way. You can jump over the hurdles. You can have things happen in your, your life because you're here to experience life, but you can't fuck it up. The thing that fucks it up is you not being who you are. The thing that fucks it up is you holding back. The thing that fucks it up is you going to that edge and then collapsing, not going beyond the precipice. Wild women, we want to invite you in with us, in and beyond the precipice, inside the rebellion. This is where all the magic happens in the femme world. It is a full year-long experience with us, 12 months. We actually have a six-month option on the table right now. It's all of our teachings, our courses, everything rooted in wealth, power, pleasure, the femme way. It's a year or six months, whatever you choose right now, of moving with us, going deeper, choosing to go beyond the precipice again and again and again and again and again. But you choose right now which direction Am I headed? What story am I going to allow to lead? Am I going to be stuck in that past timeline, that story? Am I going to keep two feet trying to move or am I ready to go in? Am I ready to bring both feet into this timeline and choose what I know right now, where I'm being guided to go, why I came here in the first place today? Why I came here in the first place today. One of the biggest, most important lessons for me in my own growth has been the importance of consistency, right? The importance of doing this work over and over and over again, so that I don't land in a good spot in my life and just think that that's it. Because that used to be a pattern for me. I'm good now. I'll stop going to yoga. I'm good now. I'll stop journaling. I'm good now. I'll stop praying. I'll stop working. I'll stop trying in my marriage because like, I'm good now. And I would get to these edges and, and I would take the leap and I would do the work. And then I would land in this good place. And that good place became good enough until it wasn't. So I was constantly in this cycle. The reason that we created the rebellion, the way that we created the rebellion is that Jack and I lead like no other leaders. First of all, there's two of us. We're very different. I'm, I'm more rooted in masculine doing energy. I like to teach. I like to help you build a business. Jack is very rooted in energetics, who you are, your femininity, your flow, creativity, your power, right? So we lead together in that space. And we've created these courses and these programs that are there to consistently walk you through, move you through one edge after the other, not in one area of your life, but in all areas of your life in wealth, in power, in pleasure, in entrepreneurship, in your career, in your relationships, in your communication, in your spending habits, your saving habits, your, your money story, your own personal embodiment, your pleasure, all of it all of it is going to be addressed inside this space and not just once, but always. And there are 90 women inside the rebellion. Like, can you even believe that nine women who have leapt for a year, but you can get access for six months for $1,111 to continuous leaping, not the scary kind. Okay. We're not going to push you off the edge and tell you to bungee jump. We're going to hold your hand. And there's a big difference between that. Okay. So as part of this story that I didn't tell you about the bungee jumping was that the, the attendee was super cute and beautiful and, and playful at first. And then eventually he started to get a little bit stern with me. And he was like, 
you're going to have to jump. Like there's a lineup. This is your time. Like you're going to have to jump. And I asked him to stop. I said, can you just allow me to move through this for a moment? Like, please don't push me. He asked me if I wanted to push because I told him I wanted to jump. I told him I was going to, he was like, sometimes it's helpful. If I just push people, do you want me to, do you want me to push you? And I said, no, I want to make this choice on my own. I want to leap on my own. I want it to come from me because I know that I can do this. We are never going to push you when you don't want to be pushed. We are never going to say you need to do this in order to get where you're going, because that's not true for you. Because as we've taught you and told you today, Every experience you choose from yourself, from your soul awareness is getting you where you desire to go. There is no right or wrong. This is not the only way. There are millions of ways that you could choose to go after today. But if you desire to have your hand held and you desire to leap edge after edge after edge continuously to keep evolving, to keep growing, to keep moving, then the rebellion for $1,111, and I cannot communicate what an incredible deal this is, even though it may sound like a lot to you, you will get so much more than that financial transaction. You will change and you will grow. You will not recognize who you were before. You will have new beliefs. You will have new experiences, new desires, new everything after these six months. Six months inside the rebellion is $1,111. This is only available until June 30th at midnight. It's July to December inside the rebellion. If you want to come into the rebellion for the entire 12 months, you can do that as well. And that's $2,222. You can also come in on a payment plan for either the six months or the 12 months at $222. There's like, there's no barrier to come into this space, $222 a month. If you want to come in, if you're like, I want to come in, I want a taste of, of the rebellion. You can come in for the month of July for $222 without a commitment beyond July. The program that's coming up next is the expander. It's a program mm. that we run. And when we sell it, when we sell the expander on its own, it's $2,777. You can come in for the month of July in the rebellion, $222. I mean, what I already know is that you will stay beyond and beyond and beyond in that container. If you want to come in, start right there. How often are the calls? The calls, so the live calls. So some of the courses are live. Some of the courses are pre-recorded. Some are both. The live calls that happen with me, the integration calls and the mastermind calls happen two to three times every single month. The okay, so some of you are like, group programs are great. They're not really my thing. I want more high touch. I want more conversation. I want to talk to Robin Jack one-to-one. I want you guys to coach me. I want to move fast now. Okay. Voxer coaching is where Jack and I excel. It's where I do all of my content creation with all of my private clients is all in Voxer. All of Jack's work is now in Voxer with her clients. We are offering you um, a 10-day duo, Rob and Jack, 10-day Voxer experience with us where we riff back and forth, where you ask us our questions, where you get both of us as your private coach inside Boxer for 10 days. Imagine for a minute, if it's just us, because you and Jack and me in a room, having these conversations, being able to dive into where you're at, what your next edge is, what your desires are, what the actions 
are that are calling you to move, what's holding you back, what your energy is, is hung up on, what you're clinging to, how you can create that out loud, how you can bring it to life in your business, in your life, in your marriage, in your relationships. We're going to move inside that space. So for 10 days, the the one-on-one, the private, the two-on-one, the private boxer coaching with Jack and I is $3,333. Like we're going to bungee jump with you inside this space. Women come into that space. If you want us, if you want the two of us, if you want to be in an intimate space with us, with close proximity, with, with our eyes on your business, with our eyes on your energy in the co-creation with us, like what an incredible space to come into. So for those of you guys who are ready, I can't wait to see you inside our Voxer. For those of you guys who are ready to jump into the rebellion the next live mastermind call that's happening in there is happening next week. So we're going to kick it off with a bang. We're kicking it off with mass, with a mastermind call. The expander starts next week as well. So you can come in, come in for the month of July, whether you want to come in for the next six months with us, whether you're like, no, you guys like, fuck it. I'm in for the entire year with you. I want 12 months with you. You choose, you choose what's calling to you and you come inside. (laughs) Okay. Wild women. What edge are you standing on? What is beyond the precipice? Where are you willing to ascend from here? Like I, I feel this energy in my body that is just moving from my heart center up. Like there's a weightlessness happening on the bottom of my body right now. And it feels like all of it is just like rising up, which is kind of ridiculous because I've been talking about bungee jumping and, and taking this leap that usually has this down sensation to it. And everything for me is just moving up. And I hope that you feel that too. I hope that something that was said today, something that was spoken out loud contributed to the way that you move from here. If you come into the rebellion, if you've already come into the rebellion, I love you. I can't wait to serve you there. I'm so excited for you and for every single woman who joined Precipice and who stood with us here on the edge, who who came here, who fully committed to showing up, who listened, who integrated. And for those of you who will act in your own way beyond this place, we love you so much. Always remember that any sort of stagnancy, redundancy, stuckness, dullness, anytime your magnetism feels like it's shrinking, the universe is calling you to move, move today, move tomorrow, keep moving together. The collective movement is going to change the experience is going to change our reality. So sending you so much love as you move. I have goosebumps all over my body. You're beautiful. You're brilliant. Keep bringing your love and light to the world. 